This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm thankful. Yeah? How's your How's your car? Fine. Are we playing car chess or something? I don't know, but that's... It's what happens. Buzzfam. Buzzfam. I got a ride to work today from Christopher, which I'm very thankful for. In his, I'll say it. I'll say it. Hold on. In his, don't, don't, superior Volvo. Yes. Thank you for the ride in your superior Volvo. It's a brick, isn't it? Oh my God, it is. It's a strong vehicle that even. It is. Sorry. That's fine. It got me to work today, and guess mm-hmm. what didn't get me to work today? My car. Yeah, what happened? So, Friday, uh, I was coming down 29 South, right over North Kansas City, mm-hmm. and there was a pothole that was the size of a football field. And it was in the furthest lane. It was in the, um, the, the fast lane. And it was huge, and it was completely unavoidable, completely unavoidable, especially when you're doing 65, mm. 55, whatever you're supposed to be doing on that road. Mm-hmm. And psh, my right tire hit it. Car seemed fine, parked it in my parking garage, waited a couple days, and then went out to it, and it was just like, nope. So, yeah. Dude, these potholes are like... I, I lived in so many different places with different climates, too. I understand why sinkholes and potholes happen but why is it so bad here is that a question yes that's a question well we're the the reason is because we're at the line on the uh the earth where we freeze and unfreeze so often so quickly that it just destroys our roads and if we were to be more north where it's colder and it doesn't unfreeze we wouldn't have these problems is this always a problem every single end of winter early yeah. spring every single one as every long as you can remember because as soon as we fill in the potholes by next year they're going to be even bigger <sighs> did we build this city on a native american burial ground like honestly what is going on this city's imploding and they're n- you have a new story coming up in the seven o'clock about about um what was the headline kansas city kansas, kansas city drivers are unable to steer clear of the potholes uh- Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no. That is putting the blame on the drivers, and it is not the driver's fault. Like, I, my car got towed to the dealership. It's going to cost an arm and a leg to get it fixed. To do what? Then have to defensively drive against more potholes? You never know when they're going to pop up? True, but if you're paying attention and driving at speeds that are appropriate for the conditions, you should be able to avoid them. No, that's not doing 55 on the highway or 65 on the highway. Well, then maybe you shouldn't be doing 65 on the highway. I just want to uh, point out once again that your little Mini Cooper is 
unable to drive after a little pothole hit. No, yet it was the size Volvo of an arrowhead. Was able to take you to work after I slam it into a wall at 50 miles an hour. And you didn't even have to go get it fixed, did you? Nope, just I still have a broken blinker. Hmm. So I just want to, can you say that once, one more time? Be only because I may need a ride tomorrow and the next day as well. Christopher, you're, you're, yes, you're Volvo. Do it. Come on. You can. <laughs> Your Volvo is a superior car. Yes. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. I think this is going to be a bad week. You think so? Why? Well, besides the fact that that thing happened in my car, also my extended warranty ran out. So I had to, That's not good. Nope. So I had to pay to get it towed, whatever the price is for the tire thing. But the part that's the most ironic mm-hmm. is what I was doing, driving. Hopefully you should have been paying attention to the road, but Jordan, what were you doing no. while you were driving? All right, you're driving. taking that for face value. Okay, okay. Friday. This happened Friday, 5.30, 5, 5.30. PM? Yes. Okay. And... I was doing the good friendly thing. What? Well, you remember that it was snowing. It was, there was a few droplets that day. It was a little scary okay. to drive. I was dropping my friend off at the airport. I was being a good friend, and I picked my friend up, and I drove her to the airport, and then on the drive back to my house, that's when the pothole thing happened. Well, you know you're not supposed to drive on the interstate when it's snowy out. Well, how the hell am I supposed to get home? Take the back roads. No. Hey, back roads are really bad, too. Well, you're going to be going a lot slower to be able to see the potholes in advance much earlier. There's, there's a... So you have to just avoid the highway? Why can't they just fix it? I would appreciate if they do, but we need more tax money and more all that stuff we don't want to go into. I know, I know, I know. I love that this happens right when tax season is around and everybody that lives in Missouri, works in Kansas, has to give 1% of their income. I might send them a bill. I'll get arrested. Do it. You think I'll get arrested? For sending them a bill? Sending them a bill and not sending them all the money for my 1%. Oh, like I owe you $500, but I'm I don't owe you anything, bitch. Music. We're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends. Christopher, a hundred years ago in Kansas City, two boys met somewhere weird. What? Yeah, like if we were to meet up today, I'd be like, oh, Chris, meet me at the mall, meet me at the Starbucks, meet me at the restaurant inside the restaurant. Hundred years ago in Olathe, two boys just met up somewhere weird, and even more weird stuff happened. Ooh, that's we'll, intriguing. We'll get to that coming up with Hundred Years Ago front page of the Kansas City Star. But let's have you kick it off. What happened in local history last year? Ooh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes was named the offensive MVP of the 2019 Pro Bowl. So good, so good. And on this day in 2010. Steve Jobs unveiled the iPad. But we think we've got something that is. And we'd like to show it to you today for the first time. And we call it the iPad. Do you have one? Yeah. 
Why do you say it like that? I, I, I don't use it. I think my brother has one somewhere. I have two. Why? One is for a special purpose. Do we want to know? Yep. But right. your brain can definitely go there. <laughs> not the first tablet. No, not the first tablet that that Apple made, actually. They made one in 1993 called the Message Pad, but it did never go anywhere. See why. They needed another, like, 20 years. On this day in 1990, Soundgarden becomes the first grunge band to make the Billboard charts with Louder Than Love. Here's a little snippet. It's a great little piece of alt music history to know the first band that made the Billboard charts. Alter, uh, alt band, Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. On this day in uh, 1984, Michael Jackson films an ad for Pepsi, but it goes horribly wrong when the pyro sets, sets his hair on fire. But here's the Pepsi commercial. Oh, yeah. It was apparently his pomade because he got a little too close to a <laughs> firework that went off a little too early. Mm-hmm. And the pomade was the reason that it all burned up. Um, apparently, this is what started him with his addiction to painkillers because of the pain of a burn. Oh, I got sad. like a steam burn once when I was trying to put my hand over something mm-hmm. that I was cooking and I was being an idiot. And it hurt for like days. So I can only imagine that's like an awful, awful, awful thing. Ugh. On this day in 1970, the movie rating system modifies from M to PG, and here's the explanation of the older one. We urge you to learn these rating symbols and use them as a guide for you and your family. G means suggested for general audiences, all ages. M, suggested for mature audiences, parental discretion advised. R, restricted, persons under 16 not admitted unless accompanied by parent or adult guardian. X, persons under 18 will not be admitted. Oh, damn. Mm. So they changed it from M to PG because the confusing nature of the term mature audiences. It was a little, there's like a little too much gray area with that. Yeah. <clears throat> What's a mature audience? Wow, I can't believe that they were talking about X movies. But, and what, what do you think now would have been an X movie back then? Ooh. What qualifies for R today would definitely be expected, but it definitely wasn't meant to be for the pornographic movies. Yes. But it kind of just developed into it, and then they had triple X. We thought, well, if 18 is nasty for peanut up, then triple X is even the worst. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's 18 times three? <laughs> okay, I'm getting my calculator because welcome to what the- year it is. Okay, so you, can't, so you can't watch a triple X movie unless you're 54. <laughs> Good to know that I guess I will be donating that second iPad that we talked about earlier. Okay, right. let's talk more about other things. On this day in 1967, the treaty was signed banning military use of nuclear weapons in space, which is probably a good thing, right? Who is doing that? Who is doing that? Who's like, you know what? I'm going to go blow up some stuff in space. I have no idea. Meanwhile, the foreign minister presided at the signing of the treaty banning nuclear weapons from outer space. Without such a treaty, life on Earth would be under continual threat, a nightmare existence. This is the best cooperation for a long time. 
there's some certain rules that are like, you don't have to say them. You know, like flush after you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> use nuclear weapons in space. Should just be unspoken. Well, it's one of those things where if, if it's not a law, then technically you can't break it. So they just need to kind of be proactive. Maybe. <sighs> God, it, I guess. It was the 60s. You know. Anyway. Also on this day in 1951, the atomic testing in Nevada began. At Frenchman's Plant, Nevada, the atomic weapon of which Churchill spoke is tested as a tactical weapon of war. Have you ever been over there to see that now? I drove through the, through the night one time, but I want to go find the glass that turns into, the sand that turns into glass. Cool. And when you come back with a third, fourth, and fifth <laughs> eye. Yeah, that'll happen too. Maybe you'll read faster. Not that you need to. You know what I'm just saying. You have another eye. Shut up, Jordan. Okay, okay that's weird. Uh, yep, on this day in 1948, the Wire Recording Com- Corporation of America announced the first magnetic tape recorder, the Wireway. Sexy. You need one of those. I would. That we actually, I'm one. surprised that we don't use them here because <laughs> it is so outdated, the technology here. And on this day in 1888, the National Geographic Society is founded in Washington, D.C. Raise your hand if that's the first time you saw boobs. Yeah, me too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they came up, came out with a magazine nine months after they formed this, uh, the National Geographic Society. And that is... <laughs> That just seems to be when you go to an estate sale, the thing that people always collected back in the day. I bought a box of old National Geographic for a dollar at a garage sale. They haven't left the box yet yeah. in my basement. Yeah. But also on this day in 1870, the first sorority for women, Kappa Alpha Theta. The way it really helped women become integrated into the university culture and have the support system that they needed to be doing something that many women weren't doing in the 1870s. You know, I wonder how they pledged to be part of the uh, the sorority. You know, like these days, it's it's like you've got a streak and stuff. Yeah. Back then, was it like, okay, you've got to go without your waist trainer for like <laughs> an entire week? No girdle today. No girdle. Uh, on this day in 1825, Congress approves the forced relocation of the Native Americans known as the Trail of Tears. This is a bummer. Mm-hmm. We literally said, you can't live where you live anymore. Get up and move west. To We're going to give you land, all you want of it, in Oklahoma. Mm. We suck. We suck. We suck. This, wow, we... Did some awful stuff back in the day. We definitely have some black marks on our historical prospects. Well, no wonder this gra- the the city is sinking into itself. We actually are built above a Native American burial ground. Oh my God, <laughs> that makes so much sense. As with to why there were potholes. Oh, okay, and a uh, hundred years ago, front page of the Kansas City Star. There's a story about two boys in Olathe, which Ta- would have been the country back then. Yes, very much so. And guess what? You kind of did a little bit of foreshadowing to this story. Oh, did I? Mm-hmm. 15-year-old Howard Lyons and his boy companion were attacked by two hungry wolves in Olathe, Kansas. <laughs> That's not funny. The, here's the next line. This is printed 100 years ago, front page of the Kansas City Star. The boys were standing by the carcass of a horse when the wolves attacked from behind. <laughs> Can you blame them? The wolves? 
No, I can't blame the wolves, but I re- like that's what I was saying. They couldn't meet somewhere else. Like, you know where? You know where we should meet up? I'll meet you at 5.30 at the carcass of that horse on old man Howard's lawn. When there's no shadow on the carcass, meet me there. Ugh, just hanging by a, a carcass. Also, Howard Lines killed one instantly, but the other threat sprang at his throat and <gasps> deflected the gun, so he missed the second shot. The wolf charged again, and Howard Lines wounded the animal fatally and escaped without serious injury. So this 15-year-old kid is running around with a gun, hanging out by a horse carcass, and that is what happened 100 years ago today <laughs> in Olathe, Kansas. That's amazing. From Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption right there. For real. Oh, I love that game. We have some amazing official, unofficial holidays. Okay. It is bubble wrap appreciation day. Ugh. So please pop all those bubbles. Oh. I remember when I got you guys some awards. We were more excited about what is wrapped in. Yeah, the bubble wrap. You guys are sat here and like. Do you like the small bubble wraps or the big bubble wrap bubbles? I'll take anything at this point. I'll take whatever you give me. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? I got the big stuff. I bet you do. I want to vomit now. I can't look at you in the eyes. What else? Unofficial holidays. It is also chocolate cake day. Ooh. That's a good one. You like chocolate cake, right? Who doesn't? And of course, finally, it is world breast pumping day. So if you uh, find a breastfeeding mother near you and support them with what? your hands. No, 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 no. What? What? No. What? We have to support our breastfeeding mothers. Oh, my God. No, that's molestation. Ask first. No, say no. Just don't, don't ask at all. Just clap, clap, clap. clap Thank you. Support for them you with do. your hands by clapping. Yes. Do not get. Mm, all right. You know what? This is starting to become a liability. I'm doing this. <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Christopher. Tell us what's going on in the news, Christopher. Well, Billie Eilish uh, was at the Grammys, and she kind of annihilated them. She won uh, Best New Artist, Mm -hmm. Best New Song, Mm -hmm. Album of the Year, Mm -hmm. Record of the Year. Mm -hmm. She was the first female to do this and the second person to win all four. The first person was Christopher Cross in 1981. Oh, damn. Yeah, here's a little snippet of Billy's acceptance speech. Mainly, I think the fans deserve everything. I feel like they have not been um, talked about enough tonight because they're the only reason any of us are here at all. God, this is so crazy. I know that um, all the other artists that were in this category, I love you all. You guys are amazing. You deserve just, just as much as I do. I'm thanking the fans. I mean, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't survive in the entertainment industry unless you have people that tune in and listen to your music. So, yes, okay. I'm proud of her. That's good. I'm mm-hmm. just, I don't know. She just wins everything. She's just the best at everything. Correct. But I need you to not have this attitude. <laughs> oh, great. Why are my accomplishments always overshadowed? Hey. Congratulations, I suppose. What is that from? That's from Parks and Rec. Oh. I guess. So, congratulations, Billy, I suppose. Anyway, move on. Remember Kareem Hunt? Yes. The former Chiefs player that we had to let go for some reasons? Well, he was pulled over for speeding, and they found some pot in his car. (laughs) You sound like a narc. (laughs) 
No, they, they found cannabis in his vehicle. And so they put him in the back of the cop car. And they just gave him a ticket for speeding. But they did find little specks of marijuana in his car. But luckily, they didn't charge him because you shouldn't charge people for possessing a plant. Oh, yes. Now we know how you really feel. Mm-hmm. Now we have either marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> Jeez. Honestly, uh, Jordan, hmm. did you know that the Kansas City drivers are hitting potholes at a more extreme level than ever before? And if, that is blaming the victim. That is blaming the victim. That's bull crap. You, we're not, nobody in Kansas City mm-hmm. is like, hey, there's a pothole. I want to hit it. You're, you can't avoid them. Oh, this is Buzz fam. This is because I had a pothole. It effed up my car. Chris had to pick me up today. And the worst part of all of it, I don't care how much the bill costs, but it was having to say on the radio that Chris's car is superior to mine. Oh, uh, it's true. This is never going to end. This is like chess with cars. Yes. Well, in Kansas City, it'll be like 31 degrees today, 55 degrees tomorrow, 28 degrees the next day. And when that occurs is why we have our extreme potholes. The city's been repairing them instead of fixing the roads for years. So that's why they just are accumulating and getting worse and worse and worse. We need a full repavement is what people are saying. Okay, I'm with them there. I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just put a Band-Aid on the problem. you got to fix, like, the whole thing. Correct. You can claim this with your insurance, but keep in mind it is considered an at-fault negligent accident because technically it could have been avoided. No, 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 no. I was on the highway in the fast lane, and then all of a sudden there was this giant crater. Now you, you can't avoid that. If you avoid that, you hit other cars. That's the worst problem. This is not our fault, Buzz family. This is not our fault, Kansas City. This is not our fault. I'm mad. But somebody did just text in that I can probably um, at least bill, send the city a bill for the repairs. They said that their friend had successfully done that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I pulled that in uh, another city that I lived in, and they said no. They, And it was so much work for nothing. I believe I did a report a while back and said, like, nine out of ten are going to be rejected. Yeah. Because the city needs to know about it, and it needs to be documented before they'll actually pay out. Yeah, exactly. That was the reason that it was denied, but I was like, you also are the <laughs> only one that holds all the proof that someone reported it or not, and I don't have access to that. Yeah. Oh, the mm. government. I feel like, are we switching? We absolutely are. Ugh. Jordan Silver on the bus. We're going to talk about this new mm, reality game show on Netflix called The Circle. Mm, so good. We're going to talk about that coming up in about 10 minutes. You would be surprised with uh, how Chris and I both feel about this brand new game. But first, since it's kind of on the topic, I want to talk to you about why have you unfriended people on social media, Chris? Ooh. Usually when, of course, the first thing that'll get you unfriended, I don't mind if you like to sell products online, but if when you message everybody that you haven't met and every single day is just a new post and it's just constant, it's like, I understand you're trying to make a living, but back off. Yeah, so an incessant posting. Yes. Yeah, I had a I had somebody that would post the same picture on Instagram, but with different filters. Why? Like, well, I don't want to see the stupid house at all. And you know, the best part is she unfriended me before I unfriended her, Good. and I was like, uh, uh-uh, I didn't like you. <laughs> uh what other what other reasons? Let's see. I mean, there's always like the political. Yeah, I, I try not to unfriend them just because I don't want to let that go away. I want to try to hear all the voices as possible. Agreed. But definitely if you are 
post your opinion and then you attack others or you're just so negative and constantly complaining. It's like you literally just described what Facebook is. <laughs> That's what Facebook is. That's true. Ugh. So what are the reasons that I unfollow? I very rarely unfollow people. Correct. Because I want to be everybody's friend. Because, yeah. You know, I was not hugged enough as a child and oh. that is a thing. Um, but I will if I really don't like what they're saying. But that's very rare. Mm-hmm. I very rarely unfollow. But I, what, the thing about having a certain amount of Instagram followers is once you post, people are like, oh, I don't want to see this anymore. And that is so painful. Stacy's actually getting to that point with her social media. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, every time I update, people unfollow me. It's oh. like, it hurts personally. I'm like, oh. I know. It does. It's so bad. Like, especially when someone that you know in real life unfollows you. Oh. That, it kind of stings a little bit because I've had some really... Not close friends, but close acquaintances, if that can be a thing, that I we respected each other, and all of a sudden you find out that they unfollowed you, and you're like, why? Well, that, what did I do? That stings a little bit. Yeah. That hurts me like putting salt in an open wound. They're dead to me. You're dead to me. If I know you in real life, you want to follow me on Instagram? Mm-mm, dead to me. So there's no chance of rec- like reconciliation if they apologize or if you meet them in real life or it's just you are no longer even breathing in my reality. What part of dead to me <laughs> don't you understand? Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. BuzzFam. There is a game show, a brand new game show on Netflix. It's called The Circle. And you probably have seen it if you have Netflix. It's popped up and populated. Uh, It premiered a couple weeks ago. I think it's like the beginning of January. And I watched it then because I am the kind of person that wants to know where stuff is going, like the future, you know? So that's what I thought that this reality reality game show was going to be. Like, this is how they're doing a modern day, in the modern day, game show. It's not like Password or the $20,000 Pyramid anymore. Now it involves social media. And I was excited because this is maybe where stuff's going to go. So I watched it, and I bleeping hate that show. How? Here's the other thing, BuzzFam. With as, like, plastic and vapid and all these, you know, things that I'm kind of known to be. I guess I'm not like super vapid, but still, you know, I like (laughs) stupid stuff. This sounds like something that I would love. I absolutely hate it. And you are the exact opposite. This seems like something you would hate. The Circle on Netflix. Loved it. The game show, but you loved it. Loved it. It was one of the best produced and well thought out shows ever. BuzzFeed, you don't even need to have had to watch it to be present for this conversation. And hopefully it just infuriates you as much as it is to me. So the show is called The Circle. It's on Netflix. Just came out. This is the host explaining how the show works. Welcome to The Circle, the real-life game that asks, how far would you go to be popular on social media if there were $100,000 at stake? They can't see or hear each other. The only way they get to know each other is The Circle. They can choose to be whoever they want themselves or someone completely different all right buzz fam this show is called the circle and that was the host explaining it basically contestants are isolated in this apartment building when cameras are everywhere and they're only allowed to communicate with other contestants via the social media platform called the circle which is built into their house 
seems simple enough. At the end of the day, they rank each other from favorite to least favorite. And then the most favorite, the most popular person, gets to vote somebody off. What did you like about that, Chris? Everything? I went into it thinking I would hate it. Like, let me just get past this first episode or I'll never watch another one. And I hated the characters at the beginning, but towards the end, I loved them all and I could not stop watching because I could feel what they were trying to portray to the people while we could really see what was going on and the psychological factor behind it is oh, fascinating. Oh, hell no. There is no psychological factor. These were the stupidest people faking having real feelings. No, no, no. Faking- How is there not any psychological factor? Because you are seeing people, what, they, they're, what they're trying to figure out, what they're trying to portray, and what they're real... These were not intellectual people that were trying to figure stuff out. These were like douchebags and like people faking who they were again we're talking about the circle on netflix i'm not saying the people themselves were smart i think the show could be set up way smarter but everyone was just a kiss ass on the show there was like barely any tension and barely any drama it was just a bunch of idiots talking like idiots like you have audio of them talking buzz fam listen to how they what they do it's like um alexa or siri right you say it, and then it pops up on the screen, and then you send it. So you don't do any typing on this show. We're talking about The Circle on Netflix, a game show. You just say it and then send it. This is how. This is the stuff that they send. This went on for every single episode. This is how they talk to each other on The Circle on Netflix. Message, hey, girls, hey. Girls who stick together are pretty girls. Emoji heart. Crying emoji. And send. At Alana, LOL. Laugh out loud emoji, send. Message, wink emoji, send. Message, smiley face emoji, winky face emoji, send. Wink emoji, send that message. Praying hand emoji, send. How do you get to know people if that's it? If you're just saying, this is, I've never heard so many people use laugh out loud and not do it, (laughs) then the circle on Netflix. The point of the game isn't to get to know people. It's to fool them into getting them to like you so you can win $100,000. But they didn't even really have any interactions that you could figure out anything about anyone at all. That's because it's showing how shallow the whole social media is and how relationships can be fakely formed. They're like, at, at one point, they're like vouching for each other. Brother, I got you for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like like they were going to World War II or something. It shows you how bonds can be formed over the smallest things. Literally an LOL and an emoji. Oh, I like you. You're so sweet. This person's so sweet. I'm going to be friends with this person, and we're going to go all the way to the end of this game when we don't even talk to each other. There's no substance. And there, there were two like competitions during the whole show, too. I figured maybe there'd be a competition every episode. Mm-hmm. Whether they would like vote on who did the best version of whatever the competition was, but no, there was two. They just like wake up, flirt with each other, go to bed. It's amazing. Wake up, flirt with each other, go to bed. And the editing of it all made it even better. <sighs> Buzz, bam! I would like for you to hear how on the circle on Netflix. This is how the episodes would end. Because again, at the very end of every day, you have to find you have to. Um, sit there and go who you like from most to least 
and then someone gets to vote. The person that wins, wins the most popular gets to vote someone off, gets to kick them off the show. So this is, this is listen to how dramatic they're making this <laughs> whole idea to be. Like, these are awful actors. Go. Please, God, go. Joey and Shuby can each save two players? Oh, my God. Am I in with all of them? Oh, my gosh. They're doing it in front of us. I'm going to throw up. I can't watch. I can't even look. This is so dramatic. Player I'm saving is... Is? God, they really built this up. I'm going to throw up. Have these people people ever been through anything in their lives? You don't know what they're going through. They're all being filmed constantly, and we have can't even comprehend what that's even like. I was raised Catholic, okay? So there's someone watching me all the time. It's a problem. I know what that feels like. But seriously, I want to throw up. This is the most dramatic thing that I've ever been through. It's awful, and mm, I need we need to break down the actual players of this game. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the circle on Netflix because the two players that everyone loves, and I, I this past weekend I went out with some people that also watch the show on their own. Everybody loves these two characters, and I just want an airplane to fall on them. I think I know which ones they are. We'll talk about it next. Jordan Silver on the bus. All right, maybe I just don't get it. I don't get it. Text line is kind of with you, Chris. Are they loving it? A lot of members of the Buzz family texting in that they really enjoyed The Circle on Netflix, the reality game show where you basically sit there and use a social media platform built into the house, well, built built into the room that you're in to communicate with the other players, and then you vote at the end of the day as to who's the most popular and least popular. I did get a couple ones that were behind me, text messages. One says, that show's feeding into a dangerous narrative. That's right. I'm with you there, Buzz family member. I would rather jump off a bridge in boiling lava than listen to five more seconds of that TV show. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, they had, I don't know, seven different kinds of people mm-hmm. on the show. You know, you had the beautiful model. Um, you had people that were catfishing other people because you mm-hmm. could play as whoever you wanted to be. Um, they had two players that were very popular that I I hated so much. How can you hate them? There was initially I could see why you didn't like one of them, but after the second episode, the feelings towards him just built and grew and it was it flourished. Shuby was a nerd. Careful where you're treading there. I know. There was nothing cool at all about him. And then you got mm, you liked him though. I did. Describe Shuby. He uh, was born or from India. Okay, that has nothing to do with it, but go ahead. (laughs) He was a nerd. He was a nerd. And he uh, ran for the governor of California back in the day, got second to last place. And he's just a very nice guy who's sincere and genuine and believes in the best of people. (sighs) No, that was an elitist. He was an elitist. He thought he was better than everyone. How can you say he was an elitist? Because... He already thought he was better than everyone on the show when he went into the show. No, he we're, didn't. We're talking about the circle on Netflix. Yes, he did. He's like, everyone's going to be fake. I'm going to be real, and that's it. He didn't think he was better than them. He was just going to portray. He was going to be his real self. No way. That kid thinks he's better than everyone. Look, he ran for governor of California at like 20 whatever. He's fakest of them all. Play some audio of why you loved Shuby from the circle on Netflix. This is a little awkward moment that really connected with me. 
Message. What are you up to right now? Man. <laughs> or get rid of the man. Sounds weird. Send. How that's, do you not love that? That's the cool guy on the show. <laughs> that's the cool guy. Oh, and that's what I would have done. I don't... Mm, I don't want people to fall into categories, too. I'm not that kind of person. So I'm very confused about these feelings that I'm having. Very confused. It's like being attracted to a man. I Ooh. don't know what's going on. Hmm. Um, you have some more audio of Shuby. They loved Shuby. Oh, Shabam. Shabam, you are so very welcome, honey. Buddy, I love you with all my heart, and I know you've always had my back. We've made it through this thing together, and should you win, I would have nothing but pure happiness for you. Hashtag friends till the end, sent. Text line is coming in. He only had problems with the overweight girl and not anybody else, and that pissed me off. I'm with you, text line. Dan, that's more than one person that's been texting that in. Hmm. Um, what is it about the show that you don't like? About yourself? Okay, boom, damn. All right. <laughs> All right. That's my therapist right there. Well, while you're playing that clip from The Circle on Netflix, which is what we're talking about right now, a reality show that makes me want to die, um, you also played audio from the other player that I can't stand. And who ends up, he's like the favorite player of everybody. Mm-hmm. He is, actually, no, just play it. Just play it. Message. So word on the street is you are crushing on me hard right now sent message that must be hard to deal with i'm here for you if you need to talk about it send message this just went from a curiosity to a straight pursuit i'm hitting 90 on the freeway i'm coming to get you girl hashtag yeah buddy send hashtag kill me (laughs) hashtag kill me if this is really the world that we're living in i'm done i'm done he was so fake he basically from like the jersey shore replica of that yes like a meathead a douchebag the kind of guy that like you're like "Mm, maybe i shouldn't drink anything that guy hands me that's who that guy was Uh, that's a strong implication did you he was a sleaze he was a sleaze to all the girls but yet has this like bond with his mom but you you can see that it's it's just an act and nothing behind that facade which we're able to see which is the fascinating part of it beyond that facade is one brain cell bouncing around in his head like pong i don't judge people if they happen to be in that circumstances for their their brain that's not their fault Yes, it is. <laughs> there are people who's that's not their fault, and they should not be judged. Uh, I'm not judging. I can't figure it out. I'm. <sighs> but but then when he was so sincere and he loves his his mother and his family. Okay. That and that was that was the angle on the show. And again, we're not going to do any spoiler alerts, so we won't tell you who won or anything. Um, but that was the thing that made everybody on the show like him. And again, we're talking about the show, The Circle on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, an interesting new game show that I was watching for the socio sociological perspective. Yep. But really, I just saw a bunch of idiots that are so fake. Like, there was no... The guy... Everybody loved Joey. And he has this, like, thing with his mind. 
Do you not like Joey because his relationship with his mother is stronger than yours? <laughs> oh, God. No, I... Mm, You're flustered, I Jordan. think he's a mama's boy to, like, the extreme. Is that not a good thing? Play the audio. Play the audio. Listen to this. It's my mom! Hi, Ma! Hi, Joey, honey. We miss you so much. We're so proud of you. We love you, Joey. You got it. That might be the best gift I've ever had in my entire life. Rarely am I speechless. This guy. He's speechless. I love you. No, he's still talking, though. I miss though. you. And I'm so thankful to have now, each and every one of you. That's the kind of guy that, like, brings his laundry home to his mom in his 40s and 50s and 60s. I think he's not even an adult. He probably doesn't even, like, probably doesn't even do his own grocery shopping or anything like that. No. no he looked fly and on the show. He was constantly wearing new clothes. He doesn't. And sunglasses well. indoors. He was wearing sunglasses indoors. Maybe he has an eye problem. He doesn't have an eye problem. He's got a, another problem. Hmm. But the fact that they, the show, and I'll end on this. They created all these alliances that are so fake. Like, hey, this person messaged me. We're going to do this all the way to the very end. Do you have audio from something like that? Uh, yeah, let's try this. Okay. Hashtag pretty girls rock. Send message. So she is nice and she's pretty. So that's a good thing. Like, oh, you know? my God. <laughs> How are you not upset? I'm, I'm physically ill. I'm not. And that's the kind of stuff I like. But for some reason, I really don't like that one. These people on the show, The Circle on Netflix, um, they. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I'm phys- They're excited for being where they are. They're. They're away from their houses for wherever they live for like two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And they acted like they got blasted out into space for like 20 years. So lonely, so sad. I miss my mom. I miss my cat. Well, I would miss my cat, but I miss my boyfriend. I miss my girlfriend. You don't know what, what it is. They're basically isolated into solitude. You have no idea what it's like when you go, when you're just forced to stay inside an apartment. It with- wasn't a jail. It wasn't a jail cell. It was a place that had food and, and everything. And these people like are just cut the cord, cut the cord. Ugh. They're still in solitude. Not really. They have each other to talk to. I don't know. It was just, oh, it just made me really sad. It was. It was the worst thing that I've ever watched in my entire life. That's a little dramatic. Nope. Nope. I, I cannot wait for season two. Oh, God, there's a season two. There's. No! Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Take my brain off of this subject, please, Chris. <laughs> what else? What's going on in the world? Oh, the Stone Temple Pilots have canceled their upcoming acoustic tour after the lead singer suffered a severely herniated disc. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is the whole tour canceled? Uh, they are. They. Because <laughs> they're supposed to be here at the Uptown on they? the 17th. Well, I, th- I think that is going to be rescheduled. <laughs> He's expected to make a full recovery. No! But yeah, they're going to reschedule the acoustic tour later this year. Oh, no! So I believe that will be so canceled. Can, so we'll just throw these out? Yep. Damn. Okay, that's bad news. Thanks. Re- refunds are available if you can't make the rescheduled oh, tour wow. dates. So Stone Temple Pilots show. Mm, mm-hmm. That's a shame. Was, mm, all right. Uh, can you bring the news up somehow or something, please? Yeah. Uh, Bolivar, Missouri woman is creating Valentine's Day cards. 
using watercolor as your medium. Ooh. They are beautiful, but there's a thing that makes it very interesting. I was born with um, without arms or legs. My mother adopted me. My mother is an Episcopal priest. She's a single mom of five adopted girls. In my mother's house, we all had various disabilities, our sis my sisters. We just never were allowed to use our disabilities as an excuse as to not do, interact, and do things for ourselves. We were encouraged to be very independent. Oh, I love it! How great is that? What's, I mean, what's her name? Do you have that information? Her name is Minda Cox. Okay. She's 31 years old, and you would think someone without arms or legs would be like, how good can it be? Holy crap. This is professionally, beautifully created artwork. That's incredible. One more time. What's her name? Minda Cox. Minda Cox. Google that, BuzzFam. I'm, I'm excited to see that. Wow. What else is going on in the news? Well, the first Lego League held its regional championship yesterday at Hy-Vee Arena, which the, is formerly known as the Kemper Arena. The first what? Lego League Regional Championship. Lego League. Yes. Okay, tell me more. These aren't just kids building with Lego sets. These are kids that are beyond our smarts that are cre uh, creating solutions to today's problems with their robotic skills. See? That's what there should be a reality show about. Yes. Not the circle. No, the circle is amazing. But the winner of yesterday's competition will compete at the World Championship event in April in Houston. Wow. Kids of our future. Yeah, they're so smart. They can do 85 <laughs> billion different really smart things. I don't know why they watch the circle. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. So, BuzzFam, the thing about working in radio is it doesn't pay our bills. It doesn't. So everybody in radio has a second or third or fourth or fifth side job. You know, Not wrong. <laughs> um, and Chris, it's been a minute since you've talked about Miss B. Yeah, it has. And I randomly was thinking about Miss B, who mm -hmm. is the old lady that you drive around. Correct. And by old lady, we mean 93. We're talking like Betty White's age. Born in 1926. Yes. And she's brought us some comedic relief on this show many mm -hmm. a times. Not her personally, because I don't know <laughs> if she would want to be on the show. I'd uh, love to have her on the show. Oh, uh, she'd be a spitfire. She, we did a contest to find out who was the biggest hipster on the show. No, I th we thought it was going to be Stacy or you. And in the end, it ended up being Miss B. When we went through and looked at all the characteristics of a hipster, she won completely. But I realized that it had been a long time since you have even talked about Miss mm -hmm. B. And so it got sad because she's 90. And so like, well, what's going on with Miss B? Your the side thing job. is, when you go three, four months without talking to someone who's 93, 94 years old. And you're not related to her either. Correct. Not even at all. No relation. Just a random old former neighbor introduced me to her. But you think ideas pop into your mind because mm -hmm. when you get to that age, literally any day could be the day. I feel like people feel that way about me, too, when I'm 37. <laughs> I need to eat better. And, and so you're was, right, though. You're correct, right. right. Yeah, especially because you're not family. So you wouldn't even really be notified if something did happen. Right. Why is there such a long period of time where you were not? I don't know. Talking I'm, to Miss B. This was your side job. I, How long have you been driving her around? Oh, uh, three years at least. Three years? This is the first giant gap? Yeah, this is... Did you guys just stop texting each other? It was October 11th that our last communication was, last time I picked her up. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming that she just uh, gave me time because of the baby and everything. Sure. So maybe she didn't want to 
you know, bother me with that. But you were this woman's only way to get to the grocery store and back. Correct. And, and so, and so you can't go, can't go from October <laughs> to now. What happened? Well, <gasps> no. Well, the- no, no. Uh-uh, I can't do this today. I, my car hit a pothole. You can't tell me Miss B's gone. No, I will start off with Miss B is still with us. Okay. She is still with us. Oh. But that the reason that she went so long without texting me is that she fell. And she shattered her kneecap. And so she was uh, delivered to another area where she had more care and didn't need me to help as much. But the thing was... I still have to send her the invoice for July, August, and September. So that was also awkward. So you asked this poor old woman who is now injured, Mm -hmm. who you haven't talked to in three months, Mm -hmm. about three months worth of back pay. Yeah. Why don't you invoice her? Why don't you? Well, here's what I did. Let me tell you, the moment that I'm supposed to get paid, I'm standing in line (laughs) getting paid. I don't care. I don't care. I do have a flaw with that, but I was like, how do I bring this up with her? So I texted her a picture of my daughter and okay. I just wait. And a few days go by and I'm like, oh, God. but then finally she texts me. She's like, Hey, that's such a beautiful girl. I've just was thinking about you. You're, you're psych, not psychotic, psychic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah. and she says, I was just wondering if you had time to bring an old lady to get her nails done again. I'm like, yes! So you and Miss B are going to hang out? Yes, I am going tomorrow. She's got a nail appointment at 1 o'clock. Okay. And she said, bring the bill. I'm sure your daughter needs it. Wow. 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 Mm. Dude. (laughs) I was so nervous for forever. Because you're the kind of person that would, like, sue the family. Like, ah, well, she owes me three months worth of back pay. She passed away before she paid me. Technically, it wouldn't be suing the family, but it would definitely be submitting the bill to the estate. There's bad karma with that. Chris, you know that, right? Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like I talk a big game, and for the most part, I can normally deliver, but this is just messed up. This is connecting to a totally different level of true crime. There's like appreciating and then there's oh maybe maybe they murdered someone? I don't know. It's definitely a new form of connection. Sure is. I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. So there's two sides to me, which is why everyone is always confused with me. Because one minute I feel one way, one the other. It's I'm a Gemini. It's the most exhausting star sign that there is because you're constantly battling with yourself about something. You can't make a decision. Like one decision. Like, do I have to go to the bathroom? Oh, I can wait. I can hold it. No, I should probably go right now. Uh, no, you know, wait in 15 more minutes. No, you get a bladder infection. That's honestly going on 24-7 in my head about everything. That's why I'm crazy. But not as crazy as my new friend. What did she... What marks this level of craziness this time? Well, like I was saying earlier when I mean, you always kind of like keep like your big gun like not actual gun but you know like your your biggest example of something yeah you keep it behind and, and use it when you need to use it only in the very few times you need to yes okay agreed so 
I decided to finally do that. <gasps> we're we're t- <laughs> me and my new friend talk about really disturbing movies. <laughs> That's it. And so she suggested a true crime doc last week. I watched it. It ruined my life. <laughs> and I know about one movie that is the most messed up movie in the history of cinema. And she hadn't seen it yet. Really? Yeah. I was like, why aren't you in that? I feel like you played the murderer in The Human Centipede. So did you tell her to watch it? I did. And? This is how it goes. Me, what are you up to tonight? My new friend. Trying to find something more disturbing than that documentary that I told you about. Me, have you seen The Human Centipede? Pause. Chris, what's The Human Centipede? The Human Centipede is a film about someone who takes three people and he sews them up between the mouth to the anus to connect them. Yep. He is a deranged serial killer surgeon that does that. It is the grossest movie. It's literally known as the grossest, worst movie that there ever was, right? And so... I was like, have you seen The Human Centipede? My new friend. No, but I'm reading the summaries right now and I'm laughing. Me. They had to film the second one in black and white because it was so grotesque they couldn't show it in color in good conscience. Truth. Mm-hmm. So my new friend. Okay, I'll watch it. Me. Literally, I threw up on my couch the only time that I watched it and it was really awful because I was on a date. <laughs> oh, no. I know. What were you eating when you were watching it? Pizza. (laughs) Gross. My new friend goes, oh, my God, I'm in the moment that you said vomited on my couch. So about an hour and a half goes by. Then I get a text message. Just finished from my new friend. And my new friend goes, I ate an entire container of pulled pork during that. And now I'm starting Human Centipede 3. I need to know what happens. What? She's made for you. Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. I don't know if you saw it out there on Shawnee Mission Parkway, but a couple, about an hour ago, there were two cars and someone was towing them. And I'm pretty sure it probably has to do with potholes. Probably. Some cars are ill-equipped to handle such incidents. The one that I hit, uh, it was the size of Arrowhead. And it was on the highway, and I'm sorry. It's getting bigger every time you describe it. No, it's always been the size of Arrowhead. It was huge. And you hit it on the highway. You can't avoid the ones on the highway. You know, it's like that situation where you come up to a deer, and if you swerve, you kill everyone else. True. But if you just run into the deer, you You just just kill kill the deer. And the deer. I don't know. I've never been in that situation. Knocking wood. But. Well, can you explain everybody why your vehicle is incapacitated and what happened because of that and why I'm so joyful and gleeful this morning. I hit a pothole. It effed up the steering of my car. I had to have it towed to the dealership, which I need a ride to after this, actually. Uh, And I got here this morning because someone came and picked me up. Who was that? You. And in what car? Oh, don't make me say it. That had previously just been in an accident a month ago and is still drivable on the road. What, what, What car is incapacitated and what car is still active? My Mini is incapacitated at the moment. Your Volvo mm-hmm. is superior. So the engineering of the Volvo surpasses that of the Mini. Oh, say it again. No. Why are we playing like car chess? Every five seconds something happens to my car and then I make 
and then you make fun of me, and then I make fun of you, and something happens to your car, and like, and we just need to shut up. Mm. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Stacy Moody on Jordan Silver and Friends. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.